I be getting convicted on that heavy all the time. For right. Sure. Nah, but y'all, y'all ready? You go straight into it? Yes, let's do it. All right, oh, let's get it, man. What's this episode? We all know. We all know. <laughs> 40, maybe. We, we all 40, know. 41. But look, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, D. Starks. Starks are artists. And you're tuned in to the Just Different Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. We got a special guest here today. Very special guest. Very special Yay. guest, bro. All the way out from, from out west. You know what I mean? Flew in today. <laughs> And it's dropping it on the EP. She yeah. said we could get straight into it. I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. How like, you whatever. feeling? Right. You feeling okay? Honestly, I'm feeling comfortable. The Lord's will will be done. Just speak through me, Lord. But no, yeah. look, this is Clarissa Rojas. I'm super excited to have her here today. Uh, we came. I came across her on like TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, it was a while ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And since then, we just been like mutuals and like going back and forth with one another. And then, like, I remember one time we were on live. And I was just like, yo, like she was, I was like, yo, like just joking, just trolling, like, yo, you should come on a podcast. And she was like, yeah, I'm down. I was like, oh, snap. I wasn't expecting that. that. (laughs) Then at that point, we we had to make it happen. So I'm excited for this conversation today. Like the woman can preach. I mean, just be preaching. On the the way here, we was having an EP in In a a car, car. just spitting facts. Like we were just driving here chilling. But no, today we're going to have like a really conversation about like this, you know, her testimony uh, her own life, her platform, and then really like uh, vulnerability a lot. It's gonna be like what it's gonna be centered around, like for the most part. Um, because I remember one of our first conversations that we ever had, like when we FaceTime. This is, I want to start here because whenever we were on that call, something you had mentioned, like a word that you had for this year or a phrase that you were sticking to. You remember what you told me? Yeah, attitude of gratitude. Yeah, I like yeah. that. No, attitude of gratitude. And like it was simple. I had heard it before, but the way you were breaking it down, I was like, dang, that's really deep. And I was going through that same kind of season of learning that. So, like, what's that, like, what's that even mean? to you like right now um so i guess it was kind of trickled into this year and i kind of made it my uh motto for this year i guessed i guess and um i i just had a really rough year last year Mm -hmm. (laughs) like well mainly towards the end and i think i was so focused on my problems and what i was going through i was just like god how can you get me through this like i was just so focused on the problem what i was going through the pain i was experiencing and i was just trying to navigate Mm -hmm. through that and um I remember the Lord, um, he was urging me to read in Job and I had, I didn't read it immediately. I was kind of like pushing him off, pushing it off. I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I was kind of running from what he was trying to tell me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, cause I knew he was going to tell me the truth. I knew he was going to give me the answer I wanted. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I didn't want to hear it at the time, but it came to a point I was like, okay, I need to. And you know, um, I got into the book of Job and, um, you know, we eventually learn that, you know, Job, he has all these things and he eventually loses everything, all of his it. food, his home, his kids. Like, Crazy. you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I thought I had a bad, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going through this little thing right here compared to Job. And what caught my attention immediately was his response to losing all these things, the response to um, the pain he was experiencing. Um it says that Job um, ripped off his, um, he tore his garment and was beating on his chest. And biblically, that's a sign of humility. And I was like, because Job could have been like, I did all this work for you, yeah, Lord. Easily. I did this. I did that. I worked for this. What's like, up? you know what I'm saying? Like, and he could have been prideful because sometimes I see myself doing that. Like, I did this, Lord. I worked hard for this. Now it's all gone. Bro, like, I was fasting. I was cutting these relationships off, man, bro. Sacrificing, man. <laughs> right, right. All yeah. this hard work, all this time I put in, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- that's our pride. But mm. Job didn't respond like that. His immediate response was to humble himself before God. And it said he worshiped him mm. and thanked him and i was like that's it that's literally all i said and i was like immediately after i read that i stopped got on my knees and started praying and i was like you know what i need to be more thankful more grateful for the things that i do have and understand um god's giving hand because job recognized god's giving hand in that moment Mm -hmm. you know he under job understood that everything he had was because of god you know and i feel like we can forget that like oh like Everything I have, I worked for it. You know, I put in the time. I put in the work. Like, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And behind the scenes, it's God giving Mm -hmm. you those things. You know, God's blessing you with these things. So I guess that's where attitude, gratitude comes from. That was fire. That was like really the start of conversation. And then I don't know how, just naturally in the progression, like what we were talking about on the phone, like we end up getting into like a conversation about like vulnerability. Oh, and yeah. like what that like what that looked like and what that meant and you like like we're just like giving me a lot of gems on that 
um, like what that looked like in your own life, honestly. And I thought that was important because like, I don't know, I feel like right now in the culture that we live in, like even today, it's more like, um, how would I say, we're more reserved, right? right. We're not really yeah. like more like open to like, it's always like, yo, don't make sure they don't know you care too much. Right. Yeah. Like stay, stay, stay right. to yourself. Like don't put too much effort in. Don't look like a simp. Like don't do that. Like what, whatever it is, like you can't put yourself out there. And like I'm always, we're always big on like when you step into the kingdom, things have to change yeah. yes. right and what we always say i think we've talked about this on the podcast it's like um god can't touch what you don't give him access to and so like whenever you like when it comes to like your relationship with god and you like ultimately being transformed and being changed the vulnerabilities are non-negotiable yeah you're yeah. not gonna go anywhere without it without giving him everything for him mm-hmm. to actually have access to it yeah. and so like uh, yeah that's what i want to ask you about like next is like what is that what's that look like for you like how does what is that like vulnerability that role play with your relationship mm-hmm. with god how big is that for you right now um, vulnerability is huge for me right now. And I say that because I struggle with pride. Um, I, uh, I like to keep things to myself. Mm-hmm. I like to keep, I was telling you, I was like, I wanted it to just be me and God. Like, you know, because be like, I, you be getting the where it's like, Yo, it's me and God versus the world. Like, I don't, I don't need nobody. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> no, that, that's literally me. And like, I don't have any, I, I, I really don't have any female Christian friends I could really depend on. So I was like in this mindset, like, okay, just me and you, God, like, mm-hmm. let's, mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever. I don't need anybody. I don't need, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And God was like, um, you actually do need fellowship. Yeah. We, you know, you need that to grow, right? And um, I was like, well, I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready to be open with people about my personal life or right. how I feel or. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I just wasn't ready to be open, you know? And I, I have been with a few people, and um, they've been so great to, um, like, just comfort me with mm-hmm. the word of God. And mm-hmm. it, it's been great, but that's select. For sure. Select, Yeah. you know, a uh, mm-hmm. few people, you know? So, um, like I said, my pride was getting in the way of my vulnerability. I didn't want to open up, and God was like, um, well, how are you going to? How do you think our relationship is going to work if you're not open with right. me? Because, you know, I, if I couldn't open up with other people, I started realizing that I don't even open up with God that right. much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm hiding things from him. I'm not telling him certain things, you know, but I'm at the same time, I'm asking him to grow. And God's like, okay, well, then you need to What's open that? up. You right. need to start talking to me. Yeah. You need to start um, uh, letting go of that shame and guilt you're feeling. Give it to me. And mm-hmm. um, let's just talk through it. Just talk to me like, mm-hmm. I, like I'm here. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I just uh, started opening up to him. And um, I think that being vulnerable with God created more intimacy with him. And that's when I started seeing real growth. And I was telling mm-hmm. him that it's it's literally like, you know, a, I guess a simple equation, I guess you could say, you know, vulner- vulnerability plus intimacy, that equals growth. And, you yeah. know, that's um, what God requires of us. And um yeah, so I guess I'm still learning on the aspect of yeah. when it comes to being vulnerable with people because mm-hmm. I, I think my most recent experience when it came to being vulnerable, I I thought I had this friend that I could, would, like, I was like, okay, this is going to be a lifelong friendship. Like, you know, I see this person no, as my friend L. for a while. <laughs> yeah, I see this person now. as my friend, like, you know, for life, like, I mm-hmm. guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can usually, I, and I'm, I'm thankful for God for my discernment. I can usually tell when somebody's a great friend or, you know, going to be a great friend or a long-term friend. But I think I was just deceiving myself in the moment because Mm -hmm. I really wanted this person to be my friend. Right. And um, I opened up about my fears, personal issues with my family, and um, only for us to not be friends at the end. Mm -hmm. So that completely shattered me, broke me, and I was like, that's it. I'm not sharing anything ever again. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so I was like, God, like, I'm not doing that again. Like, blah, blah, blah. And so God had to take me on this journey. Like, okay, wait, pause. <laughs> like, this is one person. Yeah. And I told you not to talk to this person. Mm. I told you you weren't supposed to be friends with this person. But, and I think God had to correct me in that way. Like, look, I told you this wasn't going to be a friend. Right. You had that discernment. You knew, but you kept you saw potential in this friend, right? So, I no, guess. yeah, and we talked about it in heartbreak anniversary. Like, it was it was a really that was a fiery piece. You go back, go back and listen to it. But like, basically, like 
essentially like to experience complete healing you have to be in a position of complete surrender right right like the two have to go co- like coincide and go hand in hand mm-hmm. like you can't expect like anything like in your life to ever like you know be get, like given to god or be touched by him if it's not anything like you're going to offer up or like be willing to like you have to be in a, a complete surrender because like like you said like earlier like you're compartmentalized things it's like okay i'll give you know i'll give my my you know maybe my time over here to god but like my relationships like let me keep that. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'll give you, you know yeah. what I mean? You, you want my finances? That's cool. But that person right there, nah, fam. Right. That's mine. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, like you said just earlier, like we just kind of have to get to that point where it does have to be a complete thing. Like we're all in or all out. Like, exactly. you know what yeah. I mean? It's not going to be any in between yeah. like what we, what we have to do ultimately for real. And I feel like there wasn't no peace either. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know how I told you like peace in the Hebraic word is shalom mm-hmm. and shalom in Hebraic means complete wholeness. And I feel like, like you said, when we don't give everything to God, you know, we're, mm. we're, he's missing a piece of the cake. Yeah. So we're not feeling that peace anymore because we're, we're keeping some of mm. it. And it's yeah. like, you know, we're, we're now in a little rift anymore. Oh, yeah. We don't have peace anymore. Oh, fine. Yeah, it kind of reminds me like in Second Corinthians when Paul talks about how like, I'll boast in my weakness if that means your power can rest on me. Like where, where, I, where yeah. I'm weak is where you're strong, you know? So I, I, I had to realize in terms of just being weak with God, it's just that I'm never going to be able to fully experience the power of God until I fully experience how much I need it or fully acknowledge how much I need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being weak before I'm like, God, I'm weak. I deal with this, this insecurity. I have this. Like, yeah. now your power can rest on me. So, like, I think in that weakness is where God is strong, right? like what Paul was saying. So, yeah. But right. that's come from a lot of pride, though, because, it, but like I said, we're just, like, it's so, it's so countercultural to actually, like, yeah. lay all that down to, like, be like, yo, like, no, I'm dealing with this. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, I'm actually going through it or what, like whatever it is. And so like a lot of what we like see in the world or do with our relationships is how we're going to like interact with God. Right. And sometimes we don't always like see that or understand it to its full extent, but it's something like to also ultimately like recognize and be like, okay, like I see this yeah. and let me actually like give him everything. But there was something that when we were talking, you were going like you had dropped this on me and I was like, yo, like, nah, she legit. She the one. And so like we was, I don't know if it was like a book you're reading or like it was at least something um, in some article or something. And the title of it was like Dare to be Vulnerable, right? Oh, mm-hmm. so I'm going yeah. to read this for y'all real quick because it was really powerful. It said, chances are your heart has been or will be broken at one time. As death is a part of life, heartbreak is a part of love. It may be tempting in the midst of pain to be, become cynical about loving someone again. But I warn you against this. C.S. Lewis speaks to this as he writes. Now, this is the part right here. To love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything in your heart would be wrong and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one. Not even an animal. Wrap it up carefully around with hobbies, little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Look, lock it up in a safe ca- casket or coffin or your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. Dang. And I thought that was like fire, cause like, and there was like, there was this one song, like I don't know if you know, it's like by Aha and Rango, and it says uh, a, a line in it, it's like, uh, everybody gonna hurt you, what you ducking it for? You just gotta find ones worth surfing for. That bar right there. <clears throat> Every time I hear that one, it hits so different, bro. Yeah, and I didn't really, it didn't really hit until I actually she read that to me, and I yeah. listened to the song. I was like, hold on, that's so crazy. But like, I don't know, if people like realize that like to love it all, to like even give to anybody, like it's vulnerability you know what i mean and like if we like i said like if we keep ourselves from that like our heart becomes like impenetrable yeah like it can't like you know it's not gonna go anywhere it can't be like soft enough for god to actually take and do anything with and so i like because you be getting you be getting those modes where it's like bruh Mm. (laughs) like i can't i'm not about to do this anymore that's crazy but how did you so how did you get out like get out of that like you know what i mean that that season of like okay dang like i really don't want to share or give this to like anybody you know what i mean what did that process actually look like like just for you personally like going through that because i think that's kind of where that conversation led like dare to be vulnerable it's like you at some point it was just like nah fam like i'm just gonna say to me be all by myself like right well if you um read it it says to love at all is to be vulnerable i grew up learning constantly about love like my that's all my uncle taught me about you know um i grew up learning about love almost every sunday Mm -hmm. the love of god was brought to always talked about in church you know and i was like i want to love like that i want to love people like that you know like no matter if like they hurt me i want to love deeply like that you know and it says right there to love at all is to be vulnerable it requires something of you it requires your time it requires sacrifice it requires you have to give something 
and you can't expect anything in return you don't expect reciprocation you know i guess it's different from other followers of christ because they know who love is and what love is so they know how to naturally reciprocate that love back but to somebody who doesn't how are you going to respond to that you know how are you going to respond to somebody who doesn't know how to love you back you know what i'm saying are you still going to love them the same so i think um like in regards to loving and um being vulnerable it just requires you to be open and uh, i guess I don't want to say weak because vulnerability is such a, a courageous trait. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. it requires you to be strong and bold and act out. It's showing emotions and exposing all your fears right. and um, things you don't really want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think other people need to see that. I think, um, not I think, I know that um, when I've shared my testimony to several people, I've... I know that um that is a a love language of mine when i share my testimony to people so that's kind of me showing my love to them like look i i'm trusting you with this mm-hmm. information you know and that's me being vulnerable that's me opening up to you that's me revealing something so private to you you know what i'm saying and to have them um i guess however they respond you know is how they respond back and i have to be okay with however they respond back you know no yeah and then Does i like that makes sense no, yeah, <laughs> like, no, i, I feel like i kind of went off no yeah and i remember uh i like how you said that like sometimes whenever we are loving like to love it all is to be vulnerable so like when we are loving that's a part of like vulnerability but like what happens when that's not reciprocated right. or someone doesn't express that back and we're and i see that a lot like even like i guess with myself like i'll love you know what i mean if they do like i'll initiate this mm. like this care this contact okay i'm gonna call you if you call me, you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. like it has to be something that like, it was very uh, responsive, but like, like the love that God calls us to express and that we know is like initiative. Like it's not on the back end of like, okay, let me wait. It's like, let me see. It's like, we like to react in love instead of like live in it. You know what I mean? Or like react with love. That's a bar. You know? That's a bar. <laughs> I remember someone had, it's funny, someone had stopped me the other day and they were talking to me about like, how do you feel about um, like the topic about like um, giving back that same energy? You know what I mean? Like, okay, like, I'm going to give the same energy people give me. And I feel like that's such uh, a, like, an unstable, like, you're allowing everyone else to dictate how you're feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's such an unstable Or how you're treating yes. anybody else. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, I'd rather live on my own terms. Like, I'm going to move how I move regardless of how you're moving. Like, that's kind of mindset I have about it and something I had to develop because it is kind of hard to give love. Honestly, give anything to people when you feel like there's a possibility that they're not going to give it back. But I think it's, it's kind of inevitable in a way. Yeah, you not know? for sure. And then I, a product of that is like, yo, like, uh, it all comes from some place. Like, I don't want to initiate this because at some point I gave my heart to somebody. I gave, like, all these things to them. And, yo, they burned me. Yep. Yep. And it hurt, right? Yep. And so, like, it's a, like a product of, What's like... What's that lyric? You want to say it. I know you want to say it. What lyric? <laughs> Which one? Is it a Drake lyric? No. <laughs> it's always Drake. No, it's Polo G. He was, Polo? He was singing it out in the car. But I can't I can remember. I got to be listening to the song. But, no, yeah. It's like, um, I've been a victim of robbery, too. <laughs> That. that song's valid that's valid <laughs> no, that actually fire it's so good though <laughs> but no and it's like but it's a product of like fear and this is what I want to talk about because cause a, a fear like maybe anxiety a little bit of like dang like what is going to happen or like you're afraid of like how they're going to respond or how they're not going to respond more importantly like when I'm being vulnerable or giving them my all or even doing that with God like yo he's not going to reciprocate that same energy like sometimes I said this in Heartbreak Anniversary which is like this really is a part of that conversation too it's like yo sometimes we don't go to God because we don't believe that we're going to like receive anything from him yep. yeah. like, we, don't re- we don't believe we're actually going to receive like any care like any love any genuine like effort on his part to actually like yo and like come wipe our tears and like do that for us and so we had had a conversation um, that was really tied to this was about like fear and anxiety in the life of a believer. And I thought that tied in really well because yeah. of like, you know, vulnerability may be a, like rooted in that. Right. And there was an article that you had showed me. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to read it? The, the, should part. I read it? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I want you to read it. Let's get it. No, yeah. Go ahead and um, read it. Um, well, first I kind of want to talk about why, Yeah. you know, because I mean, I feel like that's extremely important mm, in regards sure. to this because I feel like a lot of people who deal with um, worry and anxiety, um, they suffer from mental health issues. You need to know, 
I relate to that. You know what I'm saying? And um, I've been hospitalized for that because of panic attacks, fainting spells, mm-hmm. worrying myself to the point of passing out. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And coincidentally, my mom has been there for every episode. Mm-hmm. But thank goodness, because, like, you know, she's helped me get through it. Of course. But um, vulnerability, you keep it starts becoming like this ball you're keeping everything in like i said like it starts becoming just you and sometimes mm-hmm. not even you and god because you're hiding stuff from god you start keeping things comp- car- compartmentalized yeah whatever and then, like you know it starts building up you know and right. all that starts turning into worry anxiety mm-hmm. fear you don't want to open up to people you're afraid of love you're afraid of this you know what i'm saying and so I was like, okay, this has to stop. It came to a point um, where I was suffering with this fear so badly, this certain fear, and I just wasn't eating. I wasn't doing anything, you know, like literally <laughs> living off mashed potatoes, like you tell me about that. rice, yeah. mashed beans, anything soft, protein drinks, like, you know. And uh, I was like, okay, this has to stop because I was fainting even more because my body would was becoming super weak and um i just felt the enemy coming at me attacking me with this fear and it was just it was so bad and i was like okay this has to stop and um i was seeking so many people for guidance and wisdom and revelation i'm like what's going on like no one seems to know what's wrong with me i went to therapy i went to doctors i went to have my throat looked at like because i couldn't eat and that, like, I was seeking for all these answers, and, but I was seeking them in the wrong place. I wasn't even mm-hmm. running to God. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was looking for doctors for answers mm-hmm. when I could have been getting on my knees and asking for the one who held the answer mm-hmm. to this problem. You know what I'm saying? And coincidentally, um, one day at church, I went to my uncle, who also happens to be my pastor, um, and... I came to him with this problem, crying, because I'm in pain. I'm broken. I'm torn up by this fear, you know? And he... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went to him, and he's like, he's like, open your Bible. And I was like, okay, like, I'm opening it. I'm about to get some good, like... Some profound, some crazy. <laughs> yes. You emotionally distraught. You're looking for some, like, wise words. Something deep. Right? She thought she was about to get a whole word, for real. So, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Right. So he's like, open up Philippians 4, 6. I was like, okay. I was like, oh, I know this verse. He's like, yeah, read it. I was like, do not be anxious about anything, but everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And I read that to him. He's like, yep, that's it. And I was like, cool. That's all I got. <laughs> no, no, a I, was, I was nodding my head. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I went. I went back home and I was crying. I was like, "That's it's like, it." Bro, bro, don't even care about me. <laughs> Ain't no way. Right. I One was, verse of revelation. One come verse. on. <laughs> I was so hurt. I was like, "No," because you know, like, I just expected more. Yeah. I was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, I went home, cried, and I was angry at God. I was like, "Really, God?" I was like, "That's it. Like, that's it." Like, like literally yelling, and um, I just. After that, after, like, my anger was just really... I sat back down. I remember this day laying on my bed, and then I just hear God whisper, like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, not you too, <laughs> like, you know? And so I opened my Bible and to this verse, and I uh, started reading it, that chapter, Philippians 4. And then I started doing study on it, and I found this article. And um, it's about worry and anxiety, obviously, and fear, mm-hmm. what I was dealing with. And the first thing um, this article talks about is being ignorant of God's love. And I was like, that stung my pride because I was like, wait, I love God. What do you mean? Like, I know what love is, you know? So um, he says this. Let me say this very carefully. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. He says, a fact that everyone, every one of us has to face is that when we feel that life is meaningless... When we are bored with life, when we feel dead in our spirits, with our emotional hurts and pains, with our mental confusion, all of those phrases add up to one thing, at least at that moment, that we are ignorant of God's love and the love he has for us. For when I know the love God has for me, then my mental confusion disperses like fog on a summer morning. The hurts and pains of my life are healed by his presence. Boredom is a word that can never be used by a person who walks in the love of God. This is the answer. 
It is the final key to all of our spiritual, mental, emotional health, and indeed our physical health too. The answer is the love of God. One major symptom of not actively believing the love which God has for me is worry and anxiety. I believe, based on intense research of scripture, that anxiety, worry, and fear have no place in the life of a believer. I believe that with all my heart, I should never have my mind troubled by anxiety and worry if I live in the consciousness of the love God has for me. From the beginning to the end of the Bible, the Spirit tells us plainly, do not worry. In the Old Testament, he gives us case after case history of people who were placed in situations that caused them to worry. Then he shows us how they came out of them, living in the love of God. The New Testament is full of similar commands. I want you to realize this because we tend to treat worry casually. We all worry. Read this. Be anxious for nothing. That is a command, not a suggestion. God doesn't come to us and say, well, I know how it is. You live in terrible times. I understand. No, he doesn't. He says, be anxious for nothing. End of discussion. Peter. So even yeah. more so, I was like, yeah. like, you know, I was like, I was kind of like, my pride was taken back. I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, that last part was like, at the same time, you, you know, fear and love cannot coexist. <laughs> they don't mash up together. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just a matter of me following that command, not just the command of do not be anxious, but the rest of the verse, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So I imagined myself, okay, what am I anxious about? No need to be anxious about this. God is our provider. Reminding yourself who, of who God is and what he's done for you already. By prayer, start talking to him petitioning to him what it is that's going on with you of course you know what i'm saying and then giving thanksgiving like having an attitude of gratitude what what am i you know recognizing god's giving hand you know what i'm saying and then presenting your request to god you know i um went to him like at i think i was afraid to ask for him for things like you know oh god heal me of this god take this away from me you know because i felt like i was undeserving right and so um i guess that's um that's just part of the article. No, yeah. I mean, you know, it was very deep and it definitely um, sparked something in the way I viewed um, how I dealt with anxiety, worry, fear. And um, I actually haven't fainted, suffered from panic attacks mm-hmm. um, or that certain fear in about, I think, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I used to have panic attacks where I would shake, like, literally uncontrollably. Like, my mom would have to throw me in the shower because I was so cold. And, like, this is all recent. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so um, just after getting in God's word more and really diving deep into research and um, praying more, worshiping him more, I think that's when it all kind of just changed. and Not Stopped yet. being ignorant of his the love he had for me, you know right. what I'm saying? understanding that he is capable of healing me and he did i i mean facts yeah no and that's like a game changer and that's what the last part of it was like what hit me i was like dang that's yeah. uh, that's the one like the fact that like be anxious for not be anxious for nothing it's not any type of suggestion suggestion like it is like a command and i could just as soon as i was thinking even like about vulnerability and being like surrendering to god and just like being open like whether that be like your inner your inner my inner circle like in my own life like with god itself it's like looking at how much fear like played a role into that right and being ignorant of like god's love for me like the fact that like yo like do i not believe that like he's going to send good people into my life anymore mm-hmm. right how could i believe that he's not going to give me the discernment to like even see like different attacks spirits operating in people like yo like no don't get in that relationship like because yeah. half the time we'd be seeing the red flags let's be real you know what i mean like we'd be seeing yes. the red flags and just and like ignore them <laughs> yeah and just, be get, and just be getting burned so like you know for us to be like right. ignorant of like god's like what his provision and his mm-hmm. care to be like yo like i'm gonna protect you and look even if like you go through a trial fences will come right even the people that you do love in your inner circle are gonna hurt you right to love is to be vulnerable like having be understanding and having that like conscious mind of like yo i have a god that loves me enough to like still heal me from that and get me through like whatever may come so i was like 
That's fire. Because, like, you don't really always think about, like, yo, how am I ignorant of God's love? Because sometimes we, well, it's all coming back because we talking about, like, sometimes, like, we know, like, God God loves us. But, like, do we live like it? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, are we yeah. living like it? Like, we say it, but, like, is that something that's actually part of our lives? And mm. sometimes, like, we don't always live, like, that's the truth. Or that's our truth, ultimately. Yeah. yeah. Even God um, was vulnerable to the point of the cross. Like, just look mm-hmm. at him. Mm. Like, you know, um, he received the most horrible punishment of that time. Yeah. Right? And literally naked and beaten in front of dozens of people, spitting, spit on, mocked, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he loved us that much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even when you think about like the betrayal in this inner circle that yes, we were talking the about, betrayal. like the fact yes. that like, we can't know those moments of like, yo, like I don't want to share, be open to people, like, like I always talk about like how Jesus is the standard, and so like if he had twelve, what do we think that we can't, that we don't need anybody? Right. So like that being a perfect example of that, and then him knowing like, yo, like the people that I'm about to pour into, like three years of my life, three years, like mm-hmm. everything that he had, all the miracles, the ministry, even like the inner things that he gave them that he wasn't giving the masses and then like to have Judas betray like Judas and like Peter and all his disciples like you know at some point like come Please, against him yeah. it's crazy like he knew that like he said mm-hmm. someone's gonna in this circle is gonna betray me like like Peter you're gonna deny me like he, he knew that and still decided to love them you know what I mean yeah, yeah. that's like so powerful he was just showing like what that vulnerability looked like and what it could like ultimately become what it did for everyone else mm-hmm. like uh I think uh what did it talk about I think it was like one quote I saw I don't know if it was on Instagram or something but it's like uh your victory is tied to someone else's breakthrough or something like that. And I just think that like, yo, his vulnerability was what like him coming down and like dying on the cross, like him, like ultimately humbling himself, yes, like led to like, himself. yeah, humbling himself ultimately like led to like what we can walk into, into today. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that's, that's major. I think for the real. same way, like our vulnerability can lead to someone else's breakthrough as well. Yeah. Right. Like, even in the, the, us sharing our testimonies and like being vulnerable in that in that way like i think a lot of people because a lot of people are dealing with a lot of same things we're dealing with right and when we broadcast that like it shows people that you know there can be healing from this so like even our vulnerability could lead to that breakthrough for sure and that's what i was going to ask you about uh next like kind of like just transition to that is like how do you feel like that if like when you started to open up or even be vulnerable whether that be like on your own platform like in your like your life like your inner circle like your community whatever that looks like like how much have you seen that change others and did you expect it to do what it did right because i know we talked about that tiktok post earlier that you mm-hmm. had posted oh uh, yeah. yeah major yeah. major um i guess it was um hard for, it's been more hard for me to be vulnerable now just because i'm learning more about it and what yeah. it means but um wait what was the question again what did i say no we're talking about like vulnerability like how did like yeah. like how have you seen that like affect or change like help other oh, people yeah yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah. your post yeah, yeah yeah no um i guess the first time aside from the video um i remember sharing um something i had went through with my sister's friend mm-hmm. and i'm gonna be quite frank um she was dealing with an issue or a crush she had and um i had just gotten out of a friendship or like as we were saying situationship i guess and um i immediately had told her i i was being very open about it because i didn't want to talk about it i did not want to talk i wanted Mm -hmm. to pretend like it never happened (laughs) you know what i'm saying and so um i was like look i was like you need to listen to god if you're not seeing fruit there fruits say what words can't you know, and I was like, you don't want to be ignorant of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You want to use the discernment God has given you to navigate how you're dealing with people right. before you invite people into your life. And that's what's scary about vulnerability, too. Like, you know, you don't know who you can trust. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's such a great gift from God discernment of course. because, you know, um, it allows you to trust who you're confiding in and mm-hmm. um, major the people who God sends you, you know. And so I had opened up to her. I was like, um about what I had went through, I was like, um, like I got my heart broken because I expected this person that I was talking to to be the person I was going to talk to long term, you know, Mm -hmm. because I'm not the type to just talk to anybody. This was the first guy I should say I've talked to my whole life. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, um, 
perfect. Like he loves the Lord. You know, he says he's a Christian. Let's go. Perfect. Two weeks in, God was like, yeah, you see the fruit? Not there. Mm. And I was like, no, God, just give it time. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's potential here. Yeah, we know how we be. And yeah, then, <laughs> right. And so um, I was like, I remember coming across this TikTok video like weeks later. Mm-hmm. And she was like, don't date potential. And that was like her first intro. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like you know and um i had kind of opened up to her about like deeper i'm not gonna say it here but like deeper issues i was dealing yeah. with yeah. with this person you know because i was so emotionally involved with this person you know like i w- i wanted to there to be something with this person you know what i'm saying especially since this was the first person i had talked to mm-hmm. and saw something with like you know what i'm saying and so um i um Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> we'll cut in the post. Uh, yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, and um, I was talking to her deeper about this, and she was like, "I'm so glad you shared with this mm. with me." She's like, and like I was crying because it was just so emotional mm. for me, especially since we had stopped talking. I, I at least hoped we would be friends, you know. And um, I'm glad we probably aren't at the moment because I feel like that would have fe- affected my walk even more. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, thank you for sharing. I needed this. Um, you don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. um, like then she started sharing with me, like, more about what she was going through and how it relates to what I had just shared with her. And I think in that moment, and this was at a coffee shop, and she was, um, she, I think in that moment, I really realized, I was like, wow, like, like I, it felt good to see her, like, see the other person take my vulnerability mm-hmm. and my um pain and see mm-hmm. it as it helpful to them yeah because i saw it as no i can't share this this is too deep like i don't want to share any of this right. emotion like mm-hmm. i'm heartbroken i don't want anyone to know i'm heartbroken she's like, i'm so glad you shared this like you know what i'm saying like i don't want to go through that like blah 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 and so i guess that was the first moment and um it was during that season I wasn't just going through a heartbreak, but I was dealing with, I think, the personal issues at home, which were really deep, which mm-hmm. caused a lot of that pain yeah. that you saw in that video. Right. Um, and um, my sibling issues that I was dealing with and um, personal issues I was dealing with mm-hmm. deeply. My selfishness, my greed, my past, because sometimes it comes back and haunts me, right. and I'm just like, oh no, like not today, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? And so I was dealing with so much in the span of what, like August 2021 to like o- October, and um, I was just being taken through the fire and the trial, and I think, um, God was like, all right, like, we need to be more vulnerable. And I, um, vulnerable people start sharing more. I was like, no, God, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm good. Keep this to myself. Yeah. No one's going to know about this. No one's going to know I was ever heartbroken. Like, that's that pride coming back in. Like, no one's going to ever know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. everybody saw me as, like, this strong, like, woman of God. Yeah. Like, and, you know, I've never gotten my heart broken, I guess. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so, like, I was like, no one can know. <laughs> like you know and so um i remember being in the car one time just parked watching airplanes fly off and i was just crying pouring Mm. my heart out to god and i i feel like i couldn't do it at home i just had to be away yeah and so um ironically not ironically well yeah ironically but i've never recorded myself crying i've never taken pictures of myself crying like that's just personal like that's something i felt like i only did with god watching me something between me and him only his eyes can see you know and i was just like you know what i want to remember this because i know i'm gonna come back from this Mm -hmm. moment i know there's hope i know there's more to this pain than i'm experiencing right now Mm -hmm. and i want to look back on this moment and see how far god's brought me and so i recorded myself crying just pouring my heart out to god Long story short, a few months later, I'm moving to Vegas, going to school, like pursuing a career God has put on my heart, something um, God has led me to, you know what I'm saying? Coming so far, you know, and um, I put together a video and um, of me crying and then what my life was like after, basically. And um, I 
it was in my traps for a while <laughs> like for a how, long while i was licking i was licking at it huh how, how long was it in the dress for it's like a month and a couple <laughs> months that's, and a co- that's not too long that's not too a long. month and a couple weeks okay. you know okay. but i is but the thing is it's like when videos in your drafts you start getting iffy Mm. I was looking at that video every day. I was like, I'm going to delete this. Right. Like, you start thinking too much about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are people going to say about this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, it got to a point where God was like, all right, it's time, time to be more vulnerable. This is the time. This is the time, Clarissa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, to the internet? Like, you know what I'm saying? They're Take it bold. to the ground? <laughs> I'm like, they're bold out there. They're vicious, God. <sighs> they're vipers out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so I was just like, I just pulled the trigger. I was like, you know what? Right. This is bound to help somebody. If it can help my yep. sister's friend who I was in the coffee shop with, it's going to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I um, not that this, well, it matters to me is just people felt like they can relate to that. Mm-hmm. After I posted, they were DMing me. How did God help you deal with this? How did God help you get past this pain? And it was just so heartwarming, I guess, you know, to s- just see that people and i guess that's what encouraged me to be more vulnerable mm-hmm. with people you know not to be so afraid of being vulnerable be afraid of loving and sharing what i've gone through you know no, and i saw that post and i always like bring it up because it was like real powerful because i like i be seeing people i'm gonna lie to y'all like y'all know how i move i be seeing people like crying like on the like on instagram or like whatever whether it be like tiktok be like oh y'all cool like <laughs> sometimes it just doesn't seem like so authentic or real yeah. to me all the time but like that one like really stood out but like you just showing the journey though like it was like that video but also you showing like yo like how you can come like how you came from that yeah. and then seeing the responses and that's why i asked about that like seeing just going going through the comments seeing the responses of everyone that could have like related to it and that was helping me like yo like this helped me so much this blessed me like yo the fact that like there is right. hope there is more outside of what i'm going through right. seeing you get through it yourself yeah. right and i always think about how like i'll be in certain settings with different people and it'd be like i don't know like it's something that you know we may have all common like experience to be going through and like nobody wants to say it but like someone be like yeah man like i'm dealing with like x y and z would be like i don't know i'm, I'm dealing with like lust or my struggle with my relationships right now I'll be like dang bro you are too, Me too. <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. oh snap and like that just gives you like so much hope not like we all struggling together but just the yeah. fact that like yo like you can like we're all like peers in the same building like going through that like you know what i mean and like yo, we can help each other and like get through it and then someone else like saying like yo i have overcome this something that you've been through it's like dang there's like hope at the end of the tunnel. I don't know if you'd be feeling that way, but like no, hundred percent. You remember when we were at Passion? So we were at Passion, and the speaker, they, <laughs> she she told us she was like, "Yo, get in groups of like five people, people you don't know, right?" Or like, wait, hold on, well, hold on, we gotta tell the backstory. So like, yeah, yo, right, we were right. with a group. We were originally with a group of people like the entire weekend, right? Yeah. And then um, there was a switch in the sessions, right? So we had went and we had visited somebody else. So we were with her and her group. So we were Strangers. in a group of people we had we had no idea who they were okay. like no idea and we were, we were with her but like we had to get into like groups of like i think it was five, it was five. of like the same gender right so go and ahead then, yeah. um she was like it was a powerful moment but she was like okay everybody get in like groups of five people and just like uh it was like share something you're struggling with like not the easy thing you know not not the thing the, know, no right. like hard to yo everybody's right. heart stopped i was like she's capping right i thought <laughs> i thought it was rhetorical i thought it was rhetorical i was like there ain't no way because i've I heard her do before i was like okay we're not actually gonna get in the groups of five and yeah like, do this. and she was like get up right now groups i'm like <laughs> okay cool. so we get we get in groups of five and like bro my heart's my heart's bro, <laughs> bro, i'm sweating I, i'm not going first like I, i'm already like bro i'm not i'm not going first i'm not, I'm not saying what i'm doing i'm not saying and then this guy he speaks up and then he's like <laughs> I'm like I'm dealing with that. I was like I'm dealing with that too. Like that's crazy. Oh, wow. I think I was scared. To then say we all it. went around and we had all been struggling it's with the same struggle thing. With the same See, thing, it's bro. that vulnerability. Yeah. It's it that crazy. willingness to open, and expose yourself. Yeah, and really. Expose what you're going. You don't really through. think that obviously something that you see so much like shame in, right? Like yeah. we talk about so much. Pain. Either that be shame, pain, or whatever yeah. can actually be encouragement for like somebody else or just people like around you I that's think, so close. I think it's so crazy how God can literally use anything. Like God can use your pain to bring healing to other people. Right. That's I feel like that's so powerful. You know something that you you found like like you said like so much shame in like like god you can use my mistakes to help help people through theirs like you can use you use my like you know downfalls to help people up like that's crazy you know what i mean like yeah yeah and that's all like that's important like we always talk about like shame and then guilt and how that like because even when you're vulnerable not vulnerable with god like it's i don't know i guess limiting your own transformation and your own growth but also those around you which you don't always see like indirectly it's like yo like me not being comfortable with like what god has brought me through or whatever that was I dealt with in that past season, like literally can like help so many other people. Cause I remember yeah. even when we did uh 
there was one EP we did uh, like a, a testimony service thing. No, it was it was a while, it was a while ago. Okay. But you know, I'm more of a reserved person. Like I'm more private. I don't like going to like the ground with stuff like Instagram mm-hmm. or like social media at all. So doing this podcast has been like you know it's me stepping out a little bit like more outside my <laughs> yeah. comfort zone. And so like a lot of people get up like you know maybe like DM us or something like yo like that's so powerful like you got all so open and transparent. I'm like yo if it was up to me, fam. Hey. I'm cool. I'd be my own little world. Yeah, like I wouldn't even, but like, you know, that's what God's been showing me even through this, like even my ministry is the fact that like, yo, there's so much power and like you being open. Of course, like being selective, not just out here just telling your business like that, but like being very selective and like discerning with that, like how much that can help other people. And it's, and that's what it's for. Like, it's like, ah, I can't remember what it's like. It's like, those are like, I don't know, like scars, but like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like your past and like what you've, what you've been through, like what you may be the hiding and not being vulnerable with. It's literally like a testament to how good God yeah, is. Yeah, it's the same. I know the same you're talking about is like, um, when you show people your scars, it's like, um, it's like proof of healing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, they can heal from, from their cuts that they got type thing. Right. It's kind of like when Jesus, like after, after he, um, after he was buried and then he resurrected, he like went to, he still, it talks about how he still had like the, the holes in his hands and like the, the scars, scars on his body, like just to show like. Like he was really healed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, just to show the the receipts, like the proof of like I'm like I'm, you know what I mean? Like it's I'm a receipt. the receipt, it's, it's a, a receipt. receipt. <laughs> the pain's a receipt. It's a receipt. That's a bar. That's a bar. No, but um, no. So I think I think I think about that often. So like that mm-hmm. video, that's why I brought it up because I just thought that was like so powerful because no one we don't ever actually think about that like constantly like Weird. all all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like how so you you had that mentioned something about how like you didn't want to at first it was like a, not posting that video I was like yo like I didn't want people to see that like yo like I'm heartbroken you know what I mean like yeah. oh, I'm a strong like of course like being a strong like woman of course like and standing steadfast in that like your yeah. platform was like dang like I don't want to do this because of like don't them seeing like my weakness or anything like that like yeah. what have you learned from that just in terms of like because that I guess it's like even if you feel like that pressure sometimes because I remember like whenever we did. Uh, some EPs and I'm like telling people this is like dang are they gonna think less of me like I'm less of like a leader or less of a minister or less anointed or you know what I mean like how do you how do you navigate that and deal with that because I know some people may be feeling that way like yo what if they see x y and z differently I don't know because I'd be can like that pride too um I, yeah I think my pride was completely knocked down and it required me to be humble and um humble myself before God above anything mm-hmm. else before anybody but also um, understanding my worth because it didn't really matter what people were going to say. I think, um, like, at first it did, like, not even just with the video, but, like, with how I was going to or how I even shared my testimony of yeah. how I even came to Christ or testimonies of a certain situation that I was going through or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. um, whatever required me to be vulnerable. But, um, like, it, it took a lot of pride out of me and it required me to be humble and i've never been the type to care about what people thought about me just because um like i said my uncle is very um plays a really big role in my life right and um he made sure that his nieces and his daughters knew their value and their worth of the lord mm-hmm. so growing up i knew my value i knew who i meant to the lord i knew who i was in god's eyes so i didn't let anybody right. change that. I wasn't going to let anyone's word change that. Mm-hmm. And his word says I am valuable right. over and over in scripture, you mm-hmm. know? And I think he talks about this in Luke 12 about mm-hmm. us being more valuable than birds and how, um, you know, these birds are discounted. Mm-hmm. Like, how much more valuable are you? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And um, just saying my worth, I don't think I've ever really been affected about, oh, what people are going to say about me. People are going to talk. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Of course. So I think my thing was not more about like, oh, what are they going to say? But more about this pride has to be knocked down. Mm-hmm. I need to humble myself before God. I need to, um, you know, just get get rid of that, like, greed, the selfishness, wanting to keep this to myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it would be selfish of me to keep this to myself and not share the glory of God and what he's done for me. Mm-hmm. That would be selfish. That would be greedy. That would be robbing somebody of a word, of a blessing, of something that could potentially help them or save their life. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the word of God is powerful. So, um, 
I think more so that. No. Getting, Breaking down their pride. That's all. That's always you, like your own self-image and how you pe- perceive the people or whatever that looks like. Yeah, because our friend uh, Eric, he always says it's like we're um, set free by the blood of the lamb and the power of our testimony. Mm. Um, and we've, we've mentioned that before, but like the, the power and like the testimony and how much healing that can bring that we don't always like realize like at all um like even i think even this could even apply to men too like getting your heart broken especially like with men too like you don't want to show emotion <laughs> <laughs> at all but as for women like i like i said i have three older brothers yeah and so um a father who were very like especially my youngest brother my youngest oldest brother who was like stop crying stop doing that mm. like you know what i'm saying so i felt like i had Facts. to be this strong sister like this strong woman you know what i'm saying so like the first time i recently got my heart broken i was like no crying mm. like trying to hide mm. this pain trying to hide it and god's like no like you need to break that mentality like you need to let it go you know what i'm saying you need to knock down that pride you need to stop listening to the words of the world like hold it in be strong like blah blah, blah you know what i'm saying right. and i that this verse stuck out to me um, one day when I was reading. It's Psalms thirty four eighteen. It says, "The Lord is close to the brokenhearted." And I was like, "You know what? I'm not afraid of being brokenhearted." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if that if that means the Lord is close to me, the Lord is always near. Then keep me brokenhearted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's good. So. Even mentioning like the even with God specifically, because yeah, it sure. really it really is like a huge thing. Just like having like that tough guy act. Because I've mentioned this before is the fact that like I think the strongest thing you can do is be weak before God. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like ultimately and like that's you know like it's just completely counterculture like i said when we step into the kingdom it's literally like it's upside down from what we've always known like mm-hmm. literally it's like go up you must go down yeah. and so you know we like i said especially like just with men in general just with people like i'm just seeing like a lot is that fact that tough guy like no nah, don't cry bro like you know keep that in like yo they hurt you bro you good like what you like what are you tripping over you know yeah, what i mean crying bro yeah like what like what's good and it's just like you know, we have like this persona that like, yo, that is strength is to actually not be vulnerable or to hide or like, you yeah. know, to push things off, or push it under the rug mm-hmm. as if like, OK, I have more strength than or I'm more like seen as like more masculine yeah. and or like more powerful like as a woman. Right. To like not do that because it's like, oh, see, I'm too feminine. Oh, you cry all the time or you're too emotional. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that that fear of like even that, like, that perception, of, like people in terms of like the role you have to play to quote unquote look strong. It's completely different in the kingdom. It's like you yes. have to you have to be weak. Like that's yeah. that's where it starts at. Like you yeah. got you got to be low. You got to be low to go high. Hundred hundred percent. But no, yeah. And the last thing that I really wanted to ask you about was um, like your your fitness thing. Yeah. Oh, my journey. Yeah, your fi- your, your yeah. fitness journey. So for those who don't know, you can let them know like what like you're doing with that. I just want to add this in there, like your fitness journey or whatever, like your personal trainer. Yeah. about to be soon i think dietitian dietitian yeah okay go okay. ahead tell the people let so, them know <laughs> so th- that actually is a part of my testimony in which um i had that fear of choking and um so i wasn't eating for a while and nutrition became this thing that i had to really focus on after i overcame that fear because i was severely unhealthy so um I started doing research and I was like, oh, wow, wait, even the stuff I was eating before, like that was bad. You know what I'm saying? And she's um, a health nut. She's a gym rat as well. If y'all don't know, <laughs> she loves like lifting, getting in the gym. Like she's really big into that. But go ahead. Go ahead I will say, though, I have my guilty pleasures like ice cream, mint and chip, preferably. Crazy. Um, <laughs> Blasphemy. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Good. We should kick her out the studio. Well, I'm go ahead. No, um, but uh like in regards to that i um i think my sh- it started off bad like oh i need to get fit i need to like take care of myself like blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and i i started diving deep into this um the enemy's lies oh you need to look good you need to feel good right. like blah, mm-hmm. blah blah and then the lord was like i remember reading the verse like commit everything you do in the lord mm-hmm. and i was like and yeah. that's including fitness that's including what we eat mm-hmm. because food isn't everything you know and so um it wasn't until I understood how much God wants us to take care of our bodies and our health and our new, like, 
just to live, you know, these are temples. He's entrusted us with these bodies, you know what I'm saying? And he wants us to live a long life and he wants us to take care of ourselves. So that became a really big thing of mine. And I was like, okay, like, how can I help others do the same thing? You know what I'm saying? It And that also became a mentality of mine. How can I serve others? Mm-hmm. Because I think I was stuck in this selfish mentality right. too. When I was entering the fitness and nutrition industry, I guess, um, I was like, how can I better myself? How can I look better? Blah, blah, blah. And God was like, no, let's shift this focus. How can we serve others? How can mm-hmm. we gain more knowledge about this and teach others how to better themselves too and take care of their temples, take yep. care of their minds? You know, because if you're not doing good physically, you're not doing good spiritually, you're yep. not doing good everywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I eventually got, I wasn't going to school either. I had spent a year just building my relationship with God, mm-hmm. just doing whatever it is I was doing, trying to work, focus on God. And um, eventually the Lord was like, okay, like, I think it's time to go back to school right. and learn more about this. Dive deeper. You're passionate about nutrition, mm-hmm. passionate about fitness. Let's learn more about this so we can educate our people, mm-hmm. my Fox. people. Fox. So you can educate my people about this, Clarissa. And I was like, I want to do this. And I... Not to mention, I struggled with my purpose in life. What am I going to do, God? Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I had no direction. I had no person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right. God, like, all these people are doing great things for you. Like, what am I doing? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so God was like, this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was looking at schools. I, I wanted to go to USC. I know I did whatever it was to study. It didn't matter what. But that was before I knew I wanted to study nutrition. Mm-hmm. And... um. A whole bunch of other schools like Pittsburgh would have been nice, like all these other schools that I was interested in. However, um, breaking it down, um, UNLV became one of the best options for me and one of the greatest options for me. And it's actually crazy how it happened. Mm -hmm. And it's a big part of my fitness and nutrition testimony because um, it all started with my family. And um, my father and I decided to drive out to um, Vegas just to detox from the life back home. Right. It was very much needed. And while I was out here, I told him, I was like, I want to go look at UNLV. We should go look. Like, you know, because I was look, already looking at colleges, you know. And my uh, cousin had just moved into a new house. And um, she was like, oh, yeah, like, you can come live here. Like, you can stay with us. You know you're always welcome. Everything fell into place after That's that. Good. I was like this is the wisest decision I can make right now. I could I could go to Pitt. I can go to Cal State Long Beach, wherever right. the case may be, but it wouldn't be wise financially. It mm-hmm. wouldn't be wise because that's not where God was calling me. God right. was calling me there. He was like, that's where you need to be. The transfer counselors were... How do I put this? They were excited to mm-hmm. like have me there. You know what I'm saying? I've that never seen that energy yeah. in any other colleges, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and or transfer um, counselors that I've talked to. Right. And um, what got me the most was the director of nutritional science emailed me everything mm-hmm. to apply to. Um, she sent me packages of mm-hmm. how my plan would work. Yeah the tracks i would want to take she was opening up doors for me in this field and i was like that no other school had told me about they were just like yeah we have this program you can join it Mm -hmm. like blah blah blah. but she was getting in depth Mm -hmm. and i was like that's what i want to do that's what i that this is where i want to be and um i had my cousin there too so i knew i was gonna have family who loved and cared about me and who supports me Mm -hmm. someone to look up to because she is a hard worker she she just gets after and she's so passionate about what she does Mm -hmm. she gets up and she's happy to do what she does and i aspire to be like that Mm -hmm. especially since i'm the type of person who just like i get bored of things really easily yeah or like tired of doing something real easily especially when i'm not passionate about it Mm -hmm. but since this is something i'm passionate about i have somebody to look up to and and ultimately this is to to serve and glorify god and help his kingdom so you know that's how i guess my journeys came about in regards to that like you know and I, I wouldn't tell somebody to focus so much on eating, but more about the importance of their body and what it means mm-hmm. to take care of it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, um, like, don't eat this. Like, don't eat that. You need to follow this diet. You need to follow this diet. No, no. I want. I ultimately want some people to just have the mentality of, 
I need to take care of my body. Yeah. I love my body because God created this body. Yeah. You know, not in a selfish I love my body. I want to look good. Like, well, no, I, I love this body because God loves this body. He's entrusted me with this body and I need to take care of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So then what? I, want to help. Well, I was going to say like, yeah, I think that's needed for sure. I like how you're like incorporating the, the aspect of physical health into your spiritual life as well. Yeah. There's this uh, woman named uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf. I used to watch her podcast and she's like a psychiatrist. And she also, I mean, she always like promotes the idea of holistic health like yeah. physical spiritual and mental health yeah. it's like i think it's, once we get to that point it's like we're kind of going to be like unstoppable in a way like like some superheroes for real because i think that definitely gets put on the back burner a lot but i think yeah. something i'm noticing because i'm on gym talk right like i'm not a, i'm yeah. not a gym rat i'm not a gym rat but i'm on tiktok no, a yeah. gym talk because i uh, liked a couple of videos and ever since then it's been flooded with it something i'm seeing is i feel like um i'm loving how they're promoting the idea of physical health right but i think they're doing it in a way where I've Image. noticed they're they're idolizing it in yeah. a way, right? They're kind of like yeah. running to the gym with their pain, or like you know, and they're right. like you said, idolizing themselves right. and their ego. Like, oh, I, I got I got hurt, so I'm gonna go to the gym so yeah. I can look good. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm run to the gym with my pain. So, yeah. do you ever feel like at some point that's where where you were at, where you kind of like put the gym at a place it wasn't supposed to be, or is that something you ever notice in other people's like? Yeah, in the beginning, okay. I was literally like, wow, I look good, like blah blah blah, blah. and yeah. then I think I went through a like a two-week period where I didn't work out completely because God was convicting mm -hmm. me. He was like, no, this is not what we're doing it for. This doesn't glorify me, Clarissa. Yeah. You know it doesn't glorify me. So I think he was shifting my mind in that uh, time period. And he was like, okay, like, you know, it became, okay, how can I serve others? How can I help <laughs> others with this? Granted, like, looking good is a benefit, but it's not sure. everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I think my whole thing is just like, you know, yeah. serving the kingdom of God exactly. in regards to that. And when you said holistic um, health, mm. it's crazy because the girl at the director at UNLV for nutritional science, she was talking about holistic really? nutrition as a path. Mm. And I was like, I want to do that because, yeah. you know, it incorporates everything. You mm. know what I'm saying? Your background, mm. everything. For so sure, it's huh? so it's just like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. This, this is actually going to be the last question. But I, now that you're saying that, you're talking about like, Obviously, like, that's kind of, like, the lane you're going in, which you feel like you're called to, like, you're, you know, somewhat, like, purpose in a way. And I, and I always talk about, or I'm harping on, like, I guess, like, the vulnerability of purpose, right? And that's kind of, like, a purpose, like, a process I'm going through right now. It's, like, um, the yes you're giving to God and how that's, like, you giving, like, not only, like, you're, I, I gave you my life, you know what I mean? I'm giving... <clears throat> my relationships my heart but now i'm giving you like my career like this ministry you know what you're calling me to do like you know there can be a lot of vulnerability and that's so, like how do you like you know just like i guess ending off like how do you feel about like that you know because that can be another part of just like vulnerability to god is like, okay like you're calling me to like what that be like on tiktok like talking like in your ministry and you're talking or like yo i need to like in terms of fitness like going down this path when you don't want to when you don't feel like it all the time you know what i mean or like this may be the last thing I actually want to do, like get up and like make this TikTok or like or go go to class or no matter what. But like I know, like, yo, God, he so he told me this. Like this is what I need to be doing. Like this is my this is my yes. Like you know, like because that can be the hardest part of like walking with them. So how do I say yes? Yeah, like how do like what's that process look like if you even like you know getting into that process like get like sticking through that you know? I think god gave me such a peace about it so saying yes wasn't the hardest part mm. you know what i'm saying because i completely trust god i like yeah. he's gonna mm. take me somewhere and i know it's from him that's where discernment also came into play i'm like all right god if this is where you want me you're gonna provide i didn't know i would actually at first i didn't know i was gonna be living with my cousin i still had to ask her of course you yeah. know it's because that's her house mm. her family you know what i'm saying so um schooling how am i gonna find the funds for this like you know what i'm saying right. so um i was like all right god like you know what i'm gonna just apply if i get in great perfect now what else do like are you gonna provide for the school like right. if I get in? he provided provided my living situation mm. revealed to me how i was gonna get my funds so it, everything kind of just fell into place so saying yes wasn't the hardest and i had said yes before like right. as soon as i applied i was like all right let's do it mm -hmm. like i took that leap of faith i was like all right god i'm all in like you know what i'm saying because i i was already like what more can i lose even if i do lose something like i still have him like he's mm -hmm. gonna take care of me wherever i go wherever he takes me so um saying yes wasn't the hardest part but Thanks. i will say leaving my family was hard mm -hmm. because i I am, 
I'm not gonna say daddy's girl or mommy's girl because I'm a parent's girl. I love both of them. I am under their wing, like, like it's unbelievable. But leaving them had to be like one of the hardest things. Leaving my church, mm. my uncle who played yeah. such mm-hmm. a big yeah. role in my life. Um, a lot of things I've learned biblically were from him and what the Lord has done through him. Right. So, um, like leaving that church that I was so comfortable being at was hard because i'm like where am i gonna find a church like am i gonna find a good church like this you know am i gonna learn in depth the way he teaches like you know what i'm saying or the way god uses him like you know what i'm saying and so um and then god provided a great church (laughs) in vegas too so i was like wow this is you know everything kind of just fell into place Mm -hmm. you know so I, i think when it comes to god's plan and you know it's from god and he's providing there's really no hesitation to be like, I'm all in. Right. Because you know it's him. You know he's going to take care of you every step of the way. You know what I'm saying? Thank Even God. when you're unsure, it's, all, it's about yeah. taking that leap of faithfulness in God. You know what I'm saying? And just like going after it. Complete surrender. Complete, yeah. Complete surrender. Right. Comes full circle. <laughs> so, yeah, you got you got anything else to like leave the people with? Like any crazy gem? That's what we, that's usually how we end all our segments. You know what I mean? If you, if you do any words of wisdom, um, like you know how pastors be having like they close out and they the do come out and start playing the piano. That's kind of like this what is, this yeah, this is yeah, what, yeah yeah yeah. This is what that is basically. Yeah, cueing <laughs> yeah. the music, worship music. Well, I mean, I just want to leave off with you know the love of God because I mean that's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, loving and being vulnerable are two extremely important things you need on your walk with God and important in your need to grow, you know? And, um, I remember talking to you on the phone and I said that, um, love is not something that happens to you. It's a condition you create when you give. So, um, run it back, bro. Say it again. That was, say it again. I'm sorry. Run that back. Love is not something that happens to you. It's a condition you create when you give. And I feel like oftentimes we can think of love as a feeling. You know, we get all caught up in our emotions. Right. But we forget that, um, it's not a feeling. Mm. It's something you do. Mm -hmm. It requires action. It requires something of it. It requires suffering. It can require suffering, um, pain. You know, being vulnerable, Facts. right? Um, and uh, so, yeah, I just yeah. I would leave them with that to choose love all the time. You know, even <laughs> even when you're broken to <laughs> the max, or even when you're in pain, because I feel like sometimes like you can get so caught no, up in like that's your real. pain, you'd be like, I do not want to talk to this person. Right? Yeah. Like, you we know, know you want to choose. Hey, like you want revenge and stuff, and it, God's like, No, we need to pray for them. You're like, Pray for them. But, you know, then you just want to be able to choose love, even if that person has hurt you, even if that thing hurt you, even if you didn't get that job, even if the doctor did tell you that bad news. Mm-hmm. You want to choose love. You want to choose happiness. You want, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would just say that. That's real. You got, you got, you got anything else? I got anything else? Yeah. Nah, I think Miss Clarissa went crazy. She did, it, she did, <laughs> no, she did the thing I told you I should be preaching. What was that last line again? What you just say? Love is what? Love is what? One more time, please, for I people said, in the back. Um, love is not something that happens to you, it's a condition you create when you give. That's the one. That's all I got. So, what are you giving? I like that. That's a bar. Yeah. So, what are you giving? All right, look. Yay. Y'all know what it is. Thank you. For coming no, on, no, thank you guys. No, we appreciate you. It was great. It's amazing conversation. Great. Amazing. Well, look, y'all know what it is. Stay you, stay real, and stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.